I drink your milkshake. You are listening to the Billionaire Podcast Network. solo show only on the billionaire podcast network ka-ching bing 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 fill her up uh this is the this is the solo show i do this is off the dome you know it's not like the i got a new show i'm doing over on the patreon it's called theseus and that's a little more curated uh right now it's just me reading the news so if you're so inclined to pay to listen to me read articles i found on al jazeera uh go to patreon.com slash corn with dalton pruitt that's where you'll find the theseus solo show and uh the premium episodes of corn fed and whatever else i decide is bonus content on there i still i i still haven't sold a fucking goddamn decal um i made these uh <clears throat> decals for the show in the same style as those uh fraternal order of police scam decals and i put them on the patreon 25 dollars a month and you get a decal after three months of being subscribed so yeah i mean it's 75 bucks for a sticker but you're, you're paying for it for the uh the novelty uh to say that you you spent you paid uh, a failed comedian slash podcaster 75 dollars for a sticker with his face on it and it helped you know it helped pull him out of a a dire financial situation you know that's what you're paying for <clears throat> uh but yeah 25 bucks a month gets you the decal only after you've been subscribed for three months because that's how uh patreon does the merch but let's not uh let's not focus too much on just plugging the patreon let's let's get into the let's get into the program um you know, everybody knows that something's going on in the Middle East again, and uh, I don't, you know, I don't know what I, I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, I, I I would like to just be uninformed. My life sucks, and I've got too much shit to worry about in my own life to have to like just see constant, just a constant barrage of hot takes all day, every day about whatever this situation is between <clears throat> israel and palestine and uh you know it's it, it's it's a tricky situation because i don't know uh many palestinians i don't know what i don't even know what palestine i know that the, that they're that the palestinians are like a uh they're like the they're the muslims 
and Israel's Jews, and um, I, you know, I would say like overall, in in my life, Jewish people have brought like brought me more joy than Muslims have. You know, you got guys like Seinfeld and Larry David, Adam Sandler, Jewish women's big fat titties. Uh, so like overall, Jewish people have provided more entertainment and joy in my life and i think the lives of all of us than uh muslims have overall but muslims have have got it have got food on lock jewish food is it's a lot of like it's a lot of like pickled stuff like a lot of like pickled fishes and, and weird deli meats and sandwiches and it you know it's 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 okay i guess but i mean muslim you know like the, the muslim food like you go to a, a good shawarma place or, or a good like middle eastern restaurant it's it's so much better than anything the jews are doing and it's usually cheaper like if you go to new york and you go to like any of the big jewish delis like katz's deli or russ and daughters or second avenue deli it's like you're you're gonna spend like thirty five dollars on a sandwich with cold, like deli meat. It's it's just like it's just a sandwich with deli meat on it. It's a it's a fucking deli meat sandwich and it's thirty five bucks. Whereas if you go to a halal cart, it's it's like well like seven bucks for lamb over rice. The probably one of the most delicious meals on this planet is is is, is probably probably a like a Palestinian immigrant. In a in a fucking truck on the side of the road, making you know making lamb over rice, and you you know let me get a lamb over rice, white sauce, hot sauce, and it's it's so much better than the fuck you know the fucking deli where Meg Ryan faked an orgasm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like the reverence people have toward Katz's deli when it's you go in there and it's like. It's just sandwiches. It's just it's just like pastrami sandwich. And it's it's a good sandwich, but it it's also it's like thirty five bucks for a fucking sandwich with with like not a lot of pizzazz. There's not a lot going on on the sandwich. It's just a lot of meat. And I guess I guess the idea is that the quality of the ingredients are supposed to be better. And they do, you know, they do that old school thing where you go to the guy and he like tosses you a slice of meat while you're waiting for him to cook your, to make your sandwich. So there's, there's a lot of showmanship and all that, but at the end, it's just a sandwich and then a plate of pickles, sour and a half sour. My favorite's the half sour. It's crisp, refreshing. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, that the, the Jewish deli is, is, way overpriced and it, you're get you're getting like weird deli pickled meats and herring and whatever and it's it, you know it's good like i i enjoy lox bagels and stuff like that but you know if if we're doing the pepsi challenge on this one <clears throat> the yeah the 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 muslim food or muslims not i know, I know muslims not an ethnicity uh, it's it's a religion, but the the food that Muslims typically prepare is night and day better than what Jewish people are cooking up. Um, but then when it when it comes to the Middle East, I, I don't even know like what what's the difference over there in terms of their cuisine because I know like 
here in America, like American Jewish food, like all the stuff that kind of got uh, exported over here with all the like European Jewish people it is a lot of the like weird pickled stuff and matzo balls and all that. But I've been to like some Israeli restaurants where the, the food is actually like pretty similar to what you would get at, at like a like a Muslim restaurant where it's, it's a lot of hummus and <clears throat> grape leaves. Uh, what do they call that? Dolma. I like that a lot. I like Dolma. There's a place in Brooklyn called uh, OMG Pizza. <laughs> it's it's this pizza place. It's it's in the shape of like a like a pyramid. It's like a triangle pizza place underneath the train, and they they do pizza but then they also just had dolma for some reason so you could go get like a hawaiian slice and then also uh a little a cup with eight dolmas in it eight grape leaves <laughs> oh man new york sucks <clears throat> it's a fun city but it's it's also like you're it, it, it's a lawless miserable like mostly impoverished place where people are you know, just struggling and scraping to survive. And, you know, I remember at that time it was, you know, I had, I had like two roommates and we were, we were getting evicted by our Hasidic landlord, which kind of, you know, my experience with him kind of makes me pro-Palestine at this point. But yeah, we were, our, our Hasidic landlord was kicking us out and I was like just spending, you know, every meal was, was most of my meals were coming from OMG pizza it was a, yeah, I was eating a lot of Hawaiian slices and, and dolmas at that time. Uh, who knew how good I had it then? Because you know I'm I'm homeless now, living in a box car. Um, but yeah, I mean yeah, every, everything's popping off over in the West Bank, and it, there is something about like when war. This is gonna sound fucked up, but when war really starts going off in this way. You know, it, it, I, I, I am sort of getting like the, that nostalgic feeling of uh, like right after 9-11 um, be, because, you know, <clears throat> I guess it's like that fight club thing where modern life is is so routine and boring and predictable, but, but it, it comes with a lot of like existential ennui. On Wii, we uh, on Super Mario Galaxy on Wii. Um, that any anything that is at, shakes it up does kind of like lights that sort of primal spark inside of you that that thing that's you know reconnects you with uh, I don't know the the just primal nature. So when when I start seeing you know, World War Three might be happening. There is a part of me that's that's I'm getting I'm getting fucking stoked. I'm I'm like, you know, we're getting a new uh, probably some something along the lines of uh, if Toby Keith doesn't make a new album, somebody's gonna come out with like the next uh, shock shock y'all because right after nine eleven happened, Toby Keith came out with a banger album called Shock and Y'all. And it, it had some of the best wartime propaganda music I've ever heard, and and so I'm I, you know I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to 
you know, whatever movie we get with Mark Wahlberg about about the, or I guess like Mark Wahlberg plays like an IDF soldier, or, you know, whoever like yeah, whoever at the end of this comes out to be the good guy, like who, whoever the victor is that everybody decides is the 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 hero in all of this, you know, we'll get we'll get a movie where Mark Wahlberg is is like a prominent figure that helps saves the day, you know. Like where where it'll you know it'll be a movie where there is probably a brown guy playing playing the actual hero, but the star of the film will be like, you know, somebody like Mark Wahlberg or Chris Pratt or Bradley Cooper, you know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the the wartime uh, excitement and enthusiasm that we we had right after nine eleven, and I'm loving. <clears throat> I'm really enjoying watching. Ben Shapiro meltdown. Uh, he, you know, uh, it, it's 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 funny to watch. Like he gets, he's so upset right now, and he, he's like really showing his ass more than ever. Do you know? Uh, talk, he he's going off on Palestine, and and uh, he's so mad, and he's he's finally swearing. You know, he's on his show cussing now, finally. But he's still like going through and editing it to bleep out the cuss words. <laughs> he's like, you know, he uh, he's pissed, but you know, he, he I guess he wants he he understands that families might be watching the Daily Wire. You know, get children come into the living room so we can watch the Ben Shapiro show. Um, yeah, so he's bleeping out all of his swear words and he's he's begging all American civilians to donate to the idf which is like my take on that is, is like wait a minute you're telling you're telling me that out of all the countries in the world out of out of every country that you know has to go to war at some point that israel does not have like enough money and re i mean come oh, come on out of every country that exists that country doesn't have the money to fund their own war, I mean, get real, get serious, Ben Shapiro, and all you know, like why? <laughs> is why is why would anyone send money to the IDF? Why, like our country doesn't do like our country doesn't. You don't see like people asking American citizens to send their money to the fucking American military. No, because we're dominating that space our military rocks we don't need but they, like i've never seen anything in my lifetime where they're asking like the, the actual people that live here to donate to our military so if we're, if we're not even like we don't even do that for the people our military here why the fuck would we do that for some military overseas that from what most people can see has been conducting like a genocidal apartheid for see i don't know what i'm talking about like i'm using these words i've heard on tiktok I, I really shouldn't speak on this because I'm I'm so unbelievably uninformed that it, you know that when someone says you know Israel was founded in like the 40s I you know I know I could do the research on that but I'm like huh I you know I would have guessed it was like it was just always there you know uh, because they talk about it in the Bible but no it's I guess whatever we know is Israel hasn't really been there that long. 
Um, but I, yeah, I'm not qualified to speak on this. I didn't, I don't think I met a Jewish person until I was like 22. You know, I did, there weren't any in my hometown. In fact, it was like an insult. You know, it, it was like scandalous if, if anyone was accused of being Jewish where I'm from. That was how we would, we would, you know, that it was, it was, uh, you didn't want small town Texas. You didn't want to be outed as a, uh, <laughs> nah, it was, it wasn't like that, but it was, it was, it was a time when that could, you know, that could have been perceived as an insult. If someone called you Jewish, it would be like, no, fuck, shut the fuck up. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm Baptist. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't meet Jewish people until I was an adult, and it, yeah, it was like, wow, man, it's you know, I've I've heard about y'all. Uh, what's it? Is it is it like they show in the movies where you complain and they're always sick, and, and you're mad about everything? Uh, and it is like that. It is <laughs> honestly <laughs> that is very as like most of them that I've interacted with are miserable and complain about everything and they always have like some malady or ailment that um that, you, that they can't seem to get rid of um i remember yeah i remember that that was like the one of the first uh like welcome to new york moments i had was i, I went to a deli and there was just this old jewish lady there complaining to the guy behind the counter about the amount of like some fish salad he had given her like it's too much and then he changed it and she was like it's not enough and she was looking for the goldilocks amount of some like white fish salad and she just kept going back and forth with this guy like that uh like that scene the wrestler with mickey rorick um yeah i'm not but yeah i'm not qualified to talk about any of this it's 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 complicated what's going on over there that's what all my Jewish friends have told me over the years. It's complicated. And I just take that at face value. Well, I'll look into it no further. And I'll just, uh, you know, I'll go with whatever you say. Because I don't even know. I don't even. I just found out about Israel. And I now you're telling me there's a place called Palestine that I've never heard of. So I don't know. <clears throat> you know, I'm not a worldly man. I've never, I've never left this country. I've never left the United States. It's funny when I tell people that, like, there's certain people I've told that to, and they just can't wrap their head around the fact that I don't even have a passport or anything. They're like, you've never been overseas? And it's like, yeah, not not everybody has, like, a ton of fucking money to go do shit like that. And, and you know, and I know, I know that, like, an overseas trip for a lot of people is not, like, breaking the bank. But, yeah, I've, I've never been in a position in my life where... I can securely take like take off work and, and go anywhere overseas. That's like most of this country. Like most of America's people who probably have not even left the town they grew up in. And it's 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 a it's a, it's a real fucking place of privilege to to be able to say that you've gone anywhere. To say like, oh I you know, I've been to this country and that country and it's like well most people don't get to do that so it's like you're the weird one like when i tell someone i've never been overseas and i'm like what you don't have all these stamps on your passport and it's like motherfucker who has a passport what do you I, I i've never i've never even had one of those so 
Like you're the weird one for being able to do that. Okay. I'm I'm a man of the people, okay? I don't I don't go anywhere. I don't want to leave the you know the the town that I'm currently in. You know, I don't want to venture outside into the world. I don't want to learn nothing. I want to meet new people. Uh, I want Amazon to bring me everything, and I, I never want to have to go anywhere. That's, you know, that's the life that I want. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I would love to be able to go places one day, actually. I would love to see more of the world, but, you know, I gotta make some, I gotta make money, dude. That's why I'm doing the, con making the content. I got, <laughs> so making content. Um, yeah. That's, you know, that's all that's left now is, is just kind of, I used to, um, uh, uh, I, I, I used to lament that everything is just content now that there's no real, a lot of people aren't necessarily wanting to become artists or do anything really meaningful. They just want to be content creators. Um, and then, and then I just sort of had this, maybe not an epiphany, but just, uh, just came to realize like a there's much worse ways to you know get attention and, and make a living and b uh who who cares <laughs> it's it's like if if people are drawn to whatever's happening on the internet in terms of however you want to define content if that's like something people are enjoying and it's a way for people to make to secure the bag and make money then that's really not an issue that that whole like this whole idea of, of selling out <laughs> that there's like you should have some sort of integrity and not sell out or just you shouldn't do things just for the money that's some boomer gen x bullshit that's like trying that's that's, that's some trying too hard to be cool shit and it's like it, i think my generation at least understands the value of sell out as fucking soon as you can do everything you can to sell out get some fucking money so that like what well, yeah so then once you have that then you can like work on shit maybe that that might be artistic in some way or whatever but you know you should be just doing every fucking shucking like whatever shucking jive you got to do to to get fucking money that you got to do because yeah why why was that a bad thing why was it a bad thing to be like, well, uh, I need money, I want money, I want a lot of it, so I'll just, I'll do what I gotta do to get a lot of money. And there was like generations of people that were like, well, that's not cool. It's like, alright, well, have fun being poor then. <laughs> you know? Also, you know, I don't care, I don't care about artistic integrity anymore. You know, I'll chop, I'll chop up this fucking show and put it online over a clip of like funny family guy clips and subway surfers or whatever to get people to watch it you know everybody has tiktok braid now so they i mean who who would even watch this who would watch me just do this for an hour you know you got to chop this up into one minute chunks and put it over uh subway surfers which is fine with me that's what's entertaining now everybody has tiktok brain uh you know, everything has to be consumed in one, two, three minute chunks. I can't believe that TikTok is like letting people record up to 10 minutes now. It's like, what are you doing? You created like this platform itself fried people's brains to the point where like 10 minutes, a 10 minute TikTok like might as well be a fucking Kubrick movie. 
That's crazy that you, like, you, you, do you think anybody on this platform is going to want to watch a 10 minute one of these? Um, yeah, TikTok, I'm, I'm addicted to TikTok again. TikTok is awesome. It's not, it's crazy because I was thinking about this, that like, you know, you know how like everybody, there's all these studies done and everybody knows now that, uh, social media is kind of designed it, with the same sort of philosophy as a slot machine or some kind of like casino game, like dopamine and all that. But like TikTok might be the, the, the zenith of that design. Like it might be the most realized version of the like, casino aspect of whatever social media is because it, it, there is this sort this sort of promise that if you keep posting to that platform, like if you keep making shit for TikTok and just keep making content or whatever, that something might catch on and you'll get millions and millions of followers. And then you can effectively like make a living doing that. Like it, it's a it's it's this like Chinese data mining lottery. Like the Chinese created this app to mine data and, and like, you, you know, begin their con, the, the, their like quest for world domination and then incentivized it finan like financially and said, if you can get good at this, you can get like a few million followers and basically just make a living doing like three or four TikToks a day. So now everybody is, is on that app blasting like, either the most embarrassing or the most personal shit that anyone's ever seen just like blaring their mo like most intimate personal information or just doing like some really embarrassing things in front of a camera and, and like for some people it like really works like they end up getting tons of followers and then they like just make a living doing tiktoks but then for most people they have like 30 followers and they're posting like three or four times a day. And they're just, it's just freak shows who are like offering this window into a truly fucked up, horrible existence, which is, I mean, honestly kind of what I do now on the internet, but the, I, I shouldn't be an example for, you know, for any, anybody. Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, TikTok is definitely, definitely a slot machine because, some people hit the jackpot, but most most people are just ruining their lives, and they're spending all day on it, and, and they don't even know what time it is. They haven't seen the sun, you know. That the, uh, they need insulin, and they can't afford it. Um, but I, you know, I just yeah, just keep posting and hope that you can make money doing that. Just making content. <laughs> uh. And yeah, it's it, and it's it's I guess it's all born from like people just don't know what to do now, you know. Like, the I, I think so many people are just lost and and don't even know what to dream for anymore. Like nobody knows what nobody even knows what they want or even like what their dreams are. They they just have like this vague idea that I you know I want to be able to survive and not suffer and struggle and scrape every day. But I mean, does any does anybody have any like tangible dreams anymore, or is it just like, you know, I, I just don't want to be miserable. Is, I, think, I guess it's like I guess it's like most people's dream. Like, 
you know, sky, pie in the sky dreams, man. I just don't want to be absolutely fucking miserable every day of my life. But then, now there's like a feedback loop. Like my life's in the gutter right now. Like I've I fucked up, and I'm I'm having to like try and figure this out and pull myself and, and my family out of a horrible, awful, dire situation. But you don't see me going online every fucking day, look like lamenting the the evils of capitalism and and what like whatever and it's, it's not like i'm a socialist but I'm, I'm also not a bitch like i i i so much of the shit that i see on the internet is people bitching about like the price of everything's going up nobody makes money to see the billionaires don't pay taxes it's just a lot of people yapping and fucking complaining and and it's it's like well this this is why you're not making any money because like, the, first off, this isn't entertaining, and it's it's the same like rage against the machine paradox, where it's it's like, so what do what do you what do you want to happen? Like, do you want to make a career as a content creator, entertainer, as somebody who bitches about capitalism and talks about how you're like a leftist socialist or whatever, you, you know? And, and, and so in like it, it's it's that yeah, this paradox where like. So essentially what your goal is, is to complain about everything, complain about how expensive everything and the billionaires don't pay taxes and, and blah, 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 and hope that this gets enough traction that a lot of people pay attention to what you have to say. And then you start making money doing this. You make money complaining about these things and, and how we need socialism and communism. And and then essentially you're, you're being rewarded for this. You start to be able to pay your bills as this person and you like now you're a big success as a socialist within a capitalist system and you've been rewarded for your bitching and moaning but it's like at that point it's like well you just proved what you've done is actually prove that the thing you hate works like that that's what ends up happening like with any of these fucking things like rage against the machine or chapo trap house or any of these fucking people uh, it, it's like, well, you just sort of like pissed and bitched and moaned your way in, into wealth and riches, and just and just kind of kind of prove that the the system that you claim to hate actually can work. You know what I mean? Like, if you do something enough and get good enough at it, even if it's just like bitching about like the elites and the hierarchy or whatever. Then it like actually it turns out that people will deem that as like a good enough service that's being provided that you can then get paid for it, and, and you you just you sort of like disprove the thing you were trying to prove, which is that we need like socialism or whatever. And I don't, I, man, maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about, but like I, I don't I don't know what socialism. I don't know what communism is. I don't know anything. I just know that I just see so many fucking people bitching and moaning about everything and how expensive everything is. And it's it's like, well, what do you want to happen? Like, you're putting this on the internet. So it seems like what you want is actually for people to pay attention to you complaining about everything so that you can then make money to just keep bitching about things. So it, it just it just seems disingenuous to me. Like it 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 just doesn't seem like it's coming from a completely sincere altruistic place because it is people who are doing this from a, a place of like wanting that attention and, and then wanting the money that comes with it. 
and, and that that that's why I just am open about the fact like how much I respect like the art of grifting and con men uh, because I can I appreciate that more than like an, an actual grifter an actual fucking con man than I do the like anyone who's just like bitching about capitalism and how expensive groceries are like I I like a, I like a grift much better than pissing and moaning and whining um and that's you know that's why I'm gonna be the first billionaire podcast because I you know I've studied the grift I understand con men uh and that's you know that's 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 where it is <laughs> I don't I don't care about art or any of that anymore all I care about is grifting and conning people all right the only art I care about is con art being a con artist um did anything I say made any make any sense like uh, the tools are there. Like the internet exists. Like everything, everything's going digital. Like, you know, like there's so much that exists within the digital space that most people probably could, if they just kept doing it. Like if you if you got rid if you just get rid of like whatever it is that's inside of you that feels shame or embarrassment or like all the, any social conditioning that's existed within civilization for the last several hundred years get rid of that get rid of all of that and just make it you know make it a point to just keep uploading things to the internet regardless of quality like i'm doing just sit in front of a webcam and just blab and rant and go bleh, 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 you know just keep talking and, and just keep posting it to the internet and it, so, eventually something might happen worst case scenario you just look like a jackass which is fine like I've most of my life has been just like embarrassing my and humiliating myself in ways most of you couldn't even fucking imagine, and I'm still here. Um, you know I've I've never like I've never made any effort to be to look cool or be perceived as cool, and and like and honestly that's my strength that's my superpower is. I'm the most embarrassing, fucking horrible, humiliating person that exists, and that n nothing can destroy me now. So it's it's like that's that's why like after everything that's happened to me, after you know losing, do doing a doing a like mildly, very mildly successful podcast, and then losing my fucking mind, losing everything, and, and being faced with like an awful, awful situations when I do bounce back. When I am rich as fuck from doing podcasting and I'm a beloved content creator or whatever you want to call it, then I'm like truly fucking untouchable, you know, because it's, it's like I've already been I've already been put through the worst that it, like just some of the worst shit that could ever happen to anybody. And then, have you know, uh, you, you know, and you, you bounce back and you, you, you become invincible uh, cause I, like, now I just truly don't, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me anymore. Um, like, I don't, I don't care if I ever have the respect of my quote-unquote peers. Uh, I don't care if anyone ever thinks that the things I do are entertaining or not. I don't, like, somebody on, like, th that, um, <clears throat> that, the Vape Nation guy I saw 
Ethan Klein, H3, H3 was like going off about Palestine and Hamas and all that. And, uh, I saw, dude, I saw a picture of his wife and I was like, yo, this bitch looks just like Tony Hinchcliffe. So I was on, I was on X, formerly Twitter, and somebody had posted that clip of Ethan, like, going off about Palestine, and I just was like, man, all this to support a wife that looked like Tony Hinchcliffe, and I posted a picture of her, and then somebody was like, why do you gotta denigrate his wife like this? And I was like, well, because I don't respect women. And then, and then, like, some, some account with, like, 30 followers, which I don't have a problem with. Like, I, I, a lot of people use that as, like, an insult that, like, oh, this Twitter account with, like, 30 followers, and it's like, well, that's, that's actually normal. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think, like, most people that exist probably are not on that, on that site, and then most of the people on the site probably do have only anywhere from around zero to 100 followers. Anywhere within that range is actually normal, and then anyone with you know thousands and thousands or up to millions of followers that that's actually like way outside of what most people are doing so i i don't have a problem i'll i'll interact with anybody on there because i think most people that exist that are on x formerly twitter probably only have around yeah like 30 to 40 followers um and and, and so this this but this guy like made some comment about like oh come on dude you're only getting like you know your I, your post your youtube is only getting like 100 views per upload and it's like well what that tells me first off is you took the time to visit my fucking youtube page so whether or not you like it or subscribe or interact with anything on there like you you you've engaged with it you went and looked at it and then you saw that i was getting like you know substantially less numbers than ethan klein and it's like well yeah i mean he's it like is you know you know, i don't want to say it but his wife is an israeli she was in the idf so you know you put it together think about the connections they have <clears throat> but yeah i'm getting like way less than anything like he's getting and this guy's trying to like use that against me like you know you're only getting like a hundred or something views per upload and it's like well once again that's probably more than the average American is getting on YouTube considering most people probably don't have a fucking YouTube channel and most people on YouTube are like, don't post with any regularity. So the fact that I'm like just doing this week after week already says that I'm like putting more effort into it, not a lot of effort. I'll never do that, but putting more effort into it than a lot of people are. And I'm getting at least like, at least 100 views per upload and that's after like having a decent podcast and then disappearing forever and then coming back like within less than a like two months i'm you know i'm already clearing you know it, you know on average probably like two 250 views uh per per video that i put up so this guy's trying to you know trying to use that against me and uh it's it's, it's like you know it's fine and then i told i asked him i was like well you, you went to the page can you you know rate review subscribe and he's like nah your content is boring as fuck and it's like yeah i never i never made any promise that this would be that this was supposed to even be entertaining it, it's in the name it's content it's supposed to fill up a fucking hour it, the, there was never the, like why like 
this isn't supposed to be anything other than something to put on the internet and hope that people look at it and, and that enough people pay attention to it that it, it, that that can turn into money somehow because you know it's i like that's what's so that's what's so funny about like the arts or, or entertainment or any of that is people see like I, i've talked to so many people who are like quote unquote artists or the, these like punk rock kind of guys who are, are, are you know refuse to do the content thing or podcasting or any of that and, and because, due to like some like a uh, misplaced sense of integrity and it's like well it, regardless of what you think if i can make any amount of money doing the dumbest shit possible on the internet that is a much better life than working at like dollar general or something you know what i mean like you're so like you're concerned with being like some sort of artist or having some sort of integrity but you you work at the fucking family dollar so it's it's like what would you rather do like would you would you rather have to go clocking at the fucking dollar tree day after day or would you rather just like upload dumbass pointless youtube videos once a week <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't know i don't <clears throat> i think pe people are just afraid of looking stupid so it you know holds them back in life it's what held it's what held us back on the last podcast is you know um somebody on that show i think was it was afraid of, of looking like a fucking moron and, and wanted to be the cool one and it's like hey pal you stopped being cool the second you decided to to de even try doing stand-up comedy so I, I don't know why you like all like why you you're trying to position yourself as like the cool guy on this show like this is truly a stupid and like not like dishonor over way to live your life so i you know I, why are you like why are you trying to to act like this there's anything about this that's cool i hate that i'm, I'm so sick of cool comedians and podcasters like people who are tr like try to be perceived as like cool guys because there's nothing something fucking cool about it. you know what's cool is james bond okay you know what's cool is being a basketball player there's nothing fucking cool about podcasting it's one of the dumbest fucking things anyone can do but it seems to be a way to make money now so people do it um and i like i don't know maybe it's maybe i don't know maybe it's just something i'm like just naturally good at who knows maybe that's why i don't uh respect it or appreciate it the way other people do is maybe i just have that innate ability that kind of blinds me from from realizing that maybe may, you know maybe it is difficult in something that a lot of people can't figure out and there is value to it but it just i don't see it because i'm just naturally the best at it you know i've, I've had people reach out to me and leave comments about these solo shows that, that have said you know um it, it, it's a unique talent to be able to talk by yourself for an hour hour plus and make it uh you know even listenable let alone entertaining and i thought about that because i i didn't like I, I didn't consider that there was any real talent involved in doing something like this but you know now that i think about it yeah you're fucking goddamn right it is it is a very unique ability to be able to do what I'm doing right now. And most of you couldn't fucking do this. 
Most of you, most of you would, you know, buckle at the idea of, of just talking by yourself for 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 any amount of time. Uh, because you're small-minded, you're weak, you have no idea how to even carry a conversation with other people, so you, you couldn't possibly fathom having the kind of get, like amazing brain that I do, that I can go off the dome for, for this long and, and make it in any way engaging. Most people, yeah, you're right, most people couldn't fucking do that. Most people are, are really fucking boring and have nothing to say and have no fucking ideas, and that's and a lot of them are actually doing comedy right now, and that's why podcasting has allowed so many just completely fucking unfunny, untalented people to thrive. Because yeah, if you're in a room with three or four other guys riffing bits with each other, it's easy to look like you're better at this thing than you are. When the reality, I've talked to so many people and had these conversations where they're like talking to me about their favorite comedian, and but then. You know, eventually they, you know, you realize they'll tell you, you know, I love this guy on podcast, but I've never seen a stand up. And it's like, oh, well, then you, you know, you just like him as a personality on these like fun little podcasts you listen to, but you, you like, you don't even realize this guy's like not actually talented in, in any regard. He's, he's just like, you know, good at having fun with his friends, which you are also good at. Like anybody who tells that, any, like if if you're like a fan of podcasts, and, and you you spend like a lot of your time listening to these kinds of shows, and and, and find joy in them, you're also good at that. Like if you have friends, especially if you're a guy, like I don't know about like women are bad at you know interacting with the world, but if you're a guy, 